Welcome back to Your Move Atlanta on AM 640. Friends are coming over tonight. Mm, very nice. What in the world yeah. should you do? That sounds like a Cleve Gaddis party right there, my friends. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a, what do you do if oh. your neighbor is storing boxes oh. on their front porch and they're not supposed to? I can think of a couple what things. What about if you had a parking space in front of your unit? Uh-huh. They restriped the parking lot and all of a sudden that parking space were gone. We're going to talk about those subjects and oh. more during this segment. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Birchfield and not Brand Mortgage, but Capital City Mortgage. They just rebranded, changed names. Uh, He makes it his mission to guide each homebuyer step-by-step through the entire loan process so they are educated and confident in the mortgage options available and can make the best decisions along the way. John can be reached, as usual, at 678-226-7887, 678-226-7887. We've got a wonderful guest on the show with us, probably my favorite uh, community association manager, Michael Crew with Homeowner Management Services. Welcome, Michael. Well, hello, Cleve. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you very much for taking time to be on the show. Before we get started, would you let everybody know how they can reach you if they are they live in a neighborhood that has a homeowners association, they are uh, looking to change management associations? Um, I suggest they reach out to you, and maybe they choose you, maybe they don't, but I think they ought to talk to you if they're thinking of making a change. Tell everybody how to reach out to you. Oh, thank you, Cleve. Uh your listeners can reach us a couple of different ways. Okay. They can call our they can call our office. The main number is 770-667-0595. Okay. Uh, and they can ask to speak to myself or they can ask to speak to Wendy Brandt, who handles all of our marketing per- endeavors. Perfect. They can go to our website at www.hms-inc.net. Okay. And there's a little request a proposal button, and they can click on that and fill that out real quickly. Uh, and Wendy will be getting back to them uh, normally that day or the next business day. Sounds good. I love that. You're responsive, uh, as I know. So we've got a couple listener questions that came in that really needed some expertise uh, outside of my expertise to answer the questions. And the first one is, uh, I live in a townhome association, part of a homeowners association. Uh, the neighbors are storing boxes, moving boxes that have been, you know, broken down and have stacked up on their front porch. Uh, and she has asked nicely and the neighbors won't remove the boxes. She is frustrated uh, in, she lives in Peachtree Corners, so let's call her frustrated in Peachtree Corners. And she wants to know what she should do to get the homeowners association to get the neighbors to move the boxes. So Mike, tell, give us your thoughts. Well, I, I hope I've got good news for her, but I might not, to okay. tell you the truth. Okay. Okay. So there's a few things to consider, and the first one would be, who actually owns the porch? Is the porch part of the unit, or is the porch, porch part of the condominiums or the townhome's responsibility for maintenance okay. uh, and care? Okay. Uh, and she can figure that out from her governing documents whether it's a uh, limited common area, that's what a porch would normally be called, limited common area. Okay. So that's one issue because limited common area that uh, is under the control of the owner, uh, the owner has a lot more flexibility in terms of how they're using it. Okay. Now, I'm assuming these boxes are in a front a front porch. That is, is that correct, I mean? on a like front porch when you walk up to yeah. the house. That okay. is correct. Okay. So if... if uh, if uh, un- unhappy in Peachtree Corners <laughs> wants to contact her management company, right. uh, she should do that and uh, and tell them that she's got a uh, 
covenant complaint that she wants them to look into. Okay. Uh, now, one thing that she should recognize is that uh, most covenants uh, require the association to give notice to an owner and then allow that owner some period of time to cure the problem. And it's pretty typical that they're allowed 30 days. So she could mm-hmm. complain to the management company and they could act on it, and it could be 30, 35 days before that clock runs out. And the association really can't do anything during that cure period. They have to sit back and wait for the owner to react to it. So that is so. so, so it's so, possible the association is already working on it, and it's just, you know, the clock's just ticking away, and they're waiting to get to the end. Absolutely. If you've just joined us, you're listening to AM640, Atlanta's home to Fox News Radio, and your move Atlanta. I'm the host of the show, Cleve Gaddis. I'm joined in the studio by Alfie Romero, and we've got Michael Crew of Homeowner Management Services on the line with us, and we're answering questions from people who live in a homeowner's association. So, Michael, uh, back to frustrated in Peachtree Corners, should she actually look at her governing documents to see if it's something that's prohibited, or should she just reach out to the management company, tell her her tell them her problem or concern, and see what their advice is? Well, I'd like to advocate that every homeowner should be looking at their community documents to understand what the rules are, because frequently they they move into neighborhoods and they don't really understand what they've signed up for. Right. Uh, but beyond that, I find that that covenants are difficult to understand because they're full of legalese. Right. And quite truthfully, if her townhome community is managed professionally, she should be able to reach out to the manager and discuss that with them. Perfect. But it's a great, I bet, you know, I, we've never done a survey to see how many people read uh, their covenants, conditions, restrictions, well, me, their bylaws. Question? Absolutely. But I bet it's a small, just one second, Alfie, yeah. I'm so sorry, but I bet it's a small number that actually read them before they move in. Yes, sir, Alfie, you got a question? Yeah, you're you're yes. talking about guidelines, rules that the homeowners have to, to follow. Is, yeah. is there any legal as far as are they required when you buy the home in the contract is there some kind of section where they these rules are detailed and and given to you so maybe as a homeowner maybe that could be a reason i don't want to move in this home because maybe there's certain rules that i don't like is there some kind of legal responsibility that i know these rules before or sign off on some kind of contract dealing with this well alfie you raise a really good point because we see homeowners all the time that purchase homes town homes single family homes condominiums it doesn't really matter where they did not read the rules, and sometimes they even claim they didn't know there were rules, although right. th- that's in a, just about impossible because you sign a document at your closing that says, I know there are rules. Right. The mortgage companies require it. So, so they, they're supposed to know, but frequently they don't. And then they find, as you just mentioned, that there's a rule they don't like. Right. Uh, I mean, a typical one in a single-family home is no basketball goals. And, you know, if you've got three young boys and you want them to be shooting hoops – and then you find out I moved into this beautiful neighborhood and I can't have a basketball goal. That you know that can it's be kind problem. of distressing. So so yes, they should re- they should read them. Every owner should read them. The the bad part is, and I as as a management company, I find this very frustrating. There is no legal obligation to provide a homeowner, a prospective purchaser, with copies of the covenants or rules 
there's no obligation on anybody's part at all. So, so and I'm going to interrupt one the, second. So what happens, Alfie, and I apologize, no, Michael, no, jumping no. in, is it'll sure, say no, ahead, that the purchase is subject to the rules of the HOA or the condo association. And a good real estate agent should get those documents and provide them to their buyer. Yeah, that's, that's what I was about, about to ask you. But that's in a perfect that, world. And like, I'm so sorry, Michael, for stepping all over you, yeah, but, but that's, that's in a perfect world. No, no. That's, a good, that's, that's good because, like, for instance, so if I specifically ask them, for instance, I go, am I, can I, like you said, like a basketball goal, could I specifically ask him, can I, am I allowed to put a basketball goal up? And at that point, they need to tell me whether that's part of the rules or not, right? I mean, they're, they're probably not listed on a contract. I have to sign something that says I know that there's rules, but could I ask specifically certain things? And can they, they, they have to tell they me? They are that? not listed on the contract. They yeah. are recorded at the county courthouse. That's right. <laughs> and, the, and the law says that's called constructive notice. You're put on notice through the land records yeah, okay. that there are restrictions, and you're supposed to be aware of them. It's a It's a... It's the most severe case of buyer beware. Okay, exactly. you got to know what you're signing up for. Exactly. And so, Alfie. So, so it's a big problem. And I love I, I your agree, questions because you're in the process of buying a home, and I'll guarantee you, you want a basketball goal well, because not, you've got two little boys, and that's a, that's a big deal. Well, it's not necessarily that. I've, yes. I've lived in a homeowner's, I've lived with a homeowner's association for the home that I'm moving out of for about 15 years. Yep. But it's it's just, I, it's just there's, there's rules that I didn't know about when. I, I didn't mm-hmm. get the home the first time originally, so obviously this time around, I want to make sure. I'm not, it's just not about me now. Now I have a family, yes. so I got to make sure that they're taken care of as far as my kids being able to do, be able to play basketball or do something like that. So it's well, it, it's, I, I, it's crazy that I feel like I have to go to the courthouse to get the rules to know before absolutely. I because this is a big investment. Well, I'm spending yep, a lot yep. of money here, and yep. I got to make I'll sure be, that. And, and Michael, yeah, I am I'll so. You don't have to go to the courthouse. It, okay. Okay. Every, every association's got copies of their covenants. That's right. All yeah. of my clients, they're online. All a homeowner has to do is go to the website and download them. Okay, and guys, what a great segment. I am so sorry. We are coming up at a hard stop. We have got to take a break. <laughs> but Alfie time. and I will be right back, and we're going to talk about movie filming locations in Metro Atlanta. So don't go away. We will be right back. Thanks for sticking with us. Come on! 